0: Hello and welcome back to the power of now, a guide to spiritual enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. We are doing a book study on this book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope you have your copy so that you can follow along. Today we are in chapter nine, section two, beyond happiness and unhappiness, there is peace, the end of your life drama. Well, that sounds wonderful. My name is Barbara Wainwright, and I'm here with Gilda Simone. Welcome, Gilda. Thank you. All right. We have a student asking a question. In that state of acceptance and inner peace, even though you may not call it bad, can anything still come into your life that would be called bad from a perspective of ordinary consciousness? And Eckhart responds. Most of the so-called bad things that happen in people's lives are due to unconsciousness. They are self-created, or rather ego-created. I sometimes refer to those things as drama. When you are fully conscious, drama does not come into your life anymore. Let me remind you briefly how the ego operates and how it creates drama.
1: Ego is the unobserved mind that runs your life when you are not present as the witnessing consciousness, the watcher. The ego perceives itself as a separate fragment in a hostile universe with no real interconnection to any other being surrounded by other egos, which it either sees as a potential threat or which it will attempt to use for its own end. The basic ego patterns are designed to combat its own deep-seated fear and sense of lack. They are resistance, control, power, greed, defense, attack. Some of the ego strategies are extremely clever, yet they never truly solve any of its problems. Simply because the ego itself is the problem.
0: It's so interesting and true that in my experience, when it's my ego doing the thinking, and then that turns into verbal language and the talking, <laughs> that it's always about protection of the ego self. Or survival. And if you're in protection or survival mode, then everything is a potential threat, just like he says here, which means then you are protecting or attacking, you're, you're in defense or offense mode. And if we can let go of the ego based thinking, and get into higher consciousness, then we can recognize that we are all connected. If you just look at it from the level of, we are all human beings, we're all living on the same earth, and we all eat, we all breathe the air, We are so connected in this universe and because we are, we just need to, in my opinion, love each other. If everyone was coming from that loving perspective, we would certainly have peace on earth. When egos come together, whether in personal relationships or in organizations or institutions, bad things happen sooner or later. Drama of one kind or another in the form of conflict, problems, power struggles, emotional or physical violence, and so on. This includes collective evils such as war, genocide, and exploitation all due to massed unconsciousness. Furthermore, many types of illness are caused by the ego's continuous resistance, which creates restrictions and blockages in the flow of energy through the body. When you reconnect with being and are no longer run by your mind, you cease to create those things. You do not create or participate in drama anymore. Whenever
1: two or more egos come together, drama of one kind or another ensues. But even if you live totally alone, you still create your own drama. When you feel sorry for yourself, that's drama. When you feel guilty or anxious, that's drama. When you let the past or future obscure the present, you are creating time, psychological time, the stuff out of which drama is made. Whenever you are not honoring the present moment by allowing it to be, you are creating drama.
0: Most people are in love. With their particular life drama. Their story is their identity. The ego runs their life. They have their whole sense of self invested in it. Even their, usually unsuccessful, search for an answer, a solution, or for healing becomes part of it. What they fear and resist most is the end of their drama. As long as they are their mind, what they fear and resist most is their own awakening. I've known people that have had their story, whether it's a, a victim story or a success story. It doesn't matter. What it, when they are so identified with that story, once that story gets taken away from them, they don't know who they are because they've put all their energy into that story. I think that's what he's saying here in this little paragraph is that when somebody is totally identified with the story of their life, they are resisting their own awakening. Which makes me want to ask, is that you? Are you resisting your own awakening? Who are you?
1: When you live in complete acceptance of what is, that is the end of all the drama in your life. Nobody can even have an argument with you, no matter how hard he or she tries. You cannot have an argument with a fully conscious person. An argument implies identification with your mind and a mental position as well as resistance and reaction to the other person's position. The result is that the polar opposites become mutually energized. These are the mechanics of unconsciousness. You can still make your point clearly and firmly that there will be no reactive force behind it, no defense or attack. So it won't turn into drama. When you are fully conscious, you cease to be in conflict. No one who is at one with himself can even conceive of conflict. States of Course in Miracles. This refers not only to conflict with other people, but more fundamentally. To conflict within you, which ceases when there is no longer any clash between the demands and expectations of your mind and what is.
0: Well, I think he has a really hot tip right here. When you live in complete acceptance of what is, that is the end of all drama in your life. Hallelujah, praise the Lord, right there. (laughs) If you're tired of living with drama, get into acceptance of what is. It doesn't mean that you have to stay with what is. You can change your situation. However, if you get into acceptance of what is, now you are at one with being or consciousness. So when you become conscious, you tap into knowledge, higher wisdom, that can help you to make better decisions and choices so that your life will unfold without drama. I think it's a brilliant section here at the end of your life drama and he explains it so simply. Get into acceptance of what is. Become conscious. You need to neither defend or attack. Because when you are fully conscious, you cease to be in conflict. When you are conscious, it's hard to watch people that are still wrapped up in their drama. And eventually, those people will not be attracted into your life because they can't handle the light or the spiritual or the consciousness energy that you are channeling from the universe out into the world. They can't be around you because it's too uncomfortable for them.
1: You kind of start to see like the story doesn't really matter at all. it's really about who you are on the inside and what starts to reflect from you. Kind of have a different life path that unfolds before you and yes. it becomes much a much of a more beautiful i guess picture if you will
0: yes, 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 I agree with that so wholeheartedly, oh my gosh, well, I think this is a very important section of the book and If you can grasp it, understand it, and put it into action, you will love your life from here on out. All right. Until next week, I hope you have a good one, and we'll see you then. Bye now. Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation, you can join our Facebook group, The Power of Now, A Guide to Spiritual Enlightenment with Gilda and Barbara. Or you can contribute by going to wainwrightglobal.com forward slash go forward slash support.